2: This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, happy Sunday gang. Welcome, of course, to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And annoyingly, and there's nothing I can do about it, there's only one place to start. Man United were thrashed. For, well, not thrashing, they were beaten. Just about. Last-minute win, 4-1, Relevant in the score. Away at Watford. Stephen Gerrard Gerard, and Dean Smudger-Smith both won their first games in charge. And there were two six-goal thrillers in the Premier League as well. It was all part of a bumper game day on TalkSport.
3: Here's Ziyech, edge of the penalty area, now running at Soyuncu. He's found a cross and he's found Pulisic and he's found the back of the net. And Chelsea lead by three goals
4: to nil. That's what disappoints me a little bit with the, um, you know, with the supporters. You 2-0 know, down, they're getting booed off against the European champions and everything that they've given this club over this last couple of years. Very serious performance, played a tough match and, and, and um, yeah, scored three goals and one well-deserved.
1: To begin now with a high ball to the far post, cut out by Webster, but it ricochets back into the goal and it's Tyro Mings who makes it 2-0 and seals three points for Steven
2: Gerrard. That sight at the halts end at the end after we'd won the game, that relief... To get the first win in quite some time it was a real special feeling. Now for us, the challenge is can we go and back it up? That's the challenge.
1: How new is it? It could be a dream start for Dean Smith.
0: Norwich 2 to one.
1: You
4: know, I said I want teams to leave here knowing they've been in for a tough game. I think Southampton will admit that. I thought they played to a really high level in the first half. What was important was that we stayed in the game. That gave us the opportunity to, to go and lift our performance in the second half and get the result. Pedenz the ball in, Jimenez with the finish. It's
3: Wolves 1, West Ham 0. We're all square again. It's Burnley 3, Crystal Palace 3. and oh, what a hit this is from Maxwell Corne. The angle looks almost impossible. He's almost level with the corner of the six-yard box.
4: Even for me as a manager... Um, I would have preferred a lovely, ugly 1-0, that would have done us nicely, but on the day, look, two sides making it quite clear their intentions, uh, both going for it, both trying to win a game.
2: And Eddie Howe's first game sees Newcastle go bottom of the Premier League, Brentford are 14th, finished here, brilliant game, Newcastle 3, Brentford 3.
3: Watford four, Manchester United one. In the fifth minute of added time, Emmanuel Dennis has added his name to an ever-increasing score sheet. Manchester United, shambolic
1: here at Vicarage Road. Ole and Solskjaer went to the United fans, and they didn't want him near. And that says it all. This is this is changed. That any any support he had looks to me. This is a this is a turning point. We've
3: spoke, spoken together uh, in the group, and of course, this isn't what we want to see them because I know I see them every single day and they're so much uh, better than what we're showing we got what we deserve to put
2: it that way
1: Salah instead inside the box on the overlap is Oxlade-Chamberlain and he saves the fourth square and it's finished off by Minamino inside the box it's 4-0 now to Liverpool
2: So as you heard there things went from bad to worse for Manchester United as they were beaten just about close game, 4-1 relevant score away at Watford tough place to go to increase the pressure on Ole Gunnar Solskjaer here's all the fallout from the game at Vicarage Road and we'll hear from the former Aston Villa captain Gabby Agbonlahor who gave a scathing assessment on game day your verdict which I imagine is what the show's called
3: and there goes the full time whistle another crushing defeat for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and this sorry season for Manchester United takes another turn for the worse at the start of a huge week, remember? I believe in my staff and my players and myself, of course. Uh, That's a different uh, discussion with with the club and myself. He cannot be in charge of one of the biggest clubs in the world on Tuesday night. He's not in... Hey, you've been there today, right? Are you telling me he's in charge of that football team?
1: Well, Ole and Solskjaer just going over to the away end to our right... Here at Vicarage Road, and the fans were not having it at all.
2: There's ever a time where a manager needs, he's bored, um, the owners of the club, to just sack him. That's what he just needs now. Look, the man was overstepped there. Like it would have been kind, like the second there a number of weeks ago. Like, but it's almost cruel now. What's going on? Hey,
3: he can't survive. Absolutely no chance can he? Say that? I mean, if he survives, that's embarrassing for Manchester United.
1: Oleg and Solskjaer went to the United fans and they didn't want him near and that says it all this is this has changed that any any support he had looks to me this is a this is a turning point
2: any football club with proper owners would have sacked Ole Gunnar Solskjaer months ago
3: it reminds me aid you know when Kevin Keegan when England got beat by Germany I think Didier Hermann scored didn't he and beat us 1-0 and he knew he looked at that and thought I'm actually out of my depth here I'm not an international level manager I haven't got it tactically. That's exactly on a Aguda Solskjaer. Things haven't turned since that moment, since he can't take them any further, but mm. he's going to take a lot of
2: criticism. We got what we deserve, to put it that way. 12 points off the top after 12 games. It's not acceptable, Manchester United standards, and it's time for him to go. He's
3: taken Man United as far as he can. He's out of his depth tactically. There's three players there that think that they're bigger than him. Will Ole Gunnar Solskjaer still be the manager? That's the big question on the lips of all those Manchester United fans. Today's the last draw, I think. Um, No passion, no pride and where we go in with the club, we don't know what we're doing Things are not right at Man United Everybody can see it, I mean that Liverpool game, which I was at at Old Trafford when they lost 5-0, there's 25,000 supporters outside the stadium after 60 minutes, do you not realise then that
1: they're losing faith with the manager? It's been reported by our sister newspaper, the Sunday Times that Manchester United have called an emergency board meeting to discuss Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's Dismissal as manager. We're in a very bad...
3: Moment, uh, we have no momentum, probably lack of confidence and we've had a, been
2: through a very bad period. Honestly, I don't know what to say. Um, I'm generally, I, I listen to talk sport all the time. I sort of shy away from calling. sometimes, but I think today was the last straw.
3: Ole Gunnar Solskjaer isn't an elite manager and I would say he probably wouldn't get another job again in the Premier League. And I've heard so many people saying, would Ole Gunnar Solskjaer get another job in the top half or even the top four, five, six teams in the Premier League? Well, he wouldn't when you look at his track record. Manchester United, if they make that change now, Sam, it has
2: got to be right. The Manchester United fans are probably thinking, if you love the club that much, Oli, just resign mm. because there's no point coming
3: over and clapping. Though, Gabby? Why, Why is he not? going to walk away from the money that he's owed?
1: Yeah,
2: it's not about the money, is it? If he
3: loves the club that much. A
1: defensive shambles from the men from Old Trafford. They've played like
3: strangers going forward and you do wonder now, as Ole Gunnar Solskjaer salutes those Manchester United fans. Is this a wave goodbye? Watford 4 Manchester
1: United 1
2: now staying with the managers and the Leicester boss Brendan Rodgers has criticised his own fans after their 3-0 defeat at home to Chelsea boos were heard at the King Power Stadium at half time but here's Rodgers who believes the club are overachieving anyway and was disappointed by the supporters hmm. my advice is don't turn on the supporters the
3: final groans of disappointment greet the referee's final
4: whistle at the end of an exhibition performance from the league leaders, Chelsea. And that's what disappoints me a little bit with the, um, you know, with the supporters. You know, 2-0 down, they're getting booed off against the European champions.
1: There was no life left in this Leicester side, and you can tell just the body language of the players. They know they're quite a long way off this Chelsea side.
4: We're a team that in the last uh, couple of seasons have overachieved. That's the reality of it. You know, I, I I never lose a sense of perspective. You know, we want to come in here, we know what our budget is.
3: Here's Ziyech, edge of the penalty area, now running at Soyuncu, he's found a cross and he's found Pulisic and he's found the back of the net and Chelsea lead by three goals to nil.
4: We need the support, you know, we certainly, you know, we're not feeling entitled to be there. We know we have to fight uh, and give everything and the players being at the top of their level in order to be there. And if we're not, then we end up, in this, in this uh, area of the league that we're in.
3: Some of the issues which you described there seem pretty basic, though.
4: In terms of?
3: Passing the ball, duels, physicality, soft goals.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, passing the ball, absolutely.
3: Flipped into the edge of the six-yard box and flicked in by Rüdiger and Chelsea lead. I brought it up with you against Arsenal when you conceded from a set-piece. I believe it's 20 conceded from the start mm. of last season, mm. eight this season, five-headed goals conceded. Mm. What are you going to do to improve that situation?
4: That's our ongoing work. It's an ongoing uh, challenge for us. They've not just been beaten here today,
3: at home, again, they've been well beaten. Leicester City 0, Chelsea
2: 3. And we end the show with some rugby union now, and England got their revenge against South Africa with an unbelievable finale and a 27-26 win at Twickenham in a repeat of the 2019 World Cup final. Here's the best of Talksports 2's coverage and the reaction from head coach Eddie Jones and the 2003 World Cup winner Ben Kay.
3: Marcus Smith simply has to tap this ball, which he does. He runs away, smashes it into the South Stand at Twickenham. And England are victorious. Now, is there another sport that gives you that? What a compelling contest it was.
1: Oh, look, absolute privilege to be here in the stadium to witness that.
3: We hung in there. We made it hard for ourselves, didn't we, you know? We had the running in the first half, played some good rugby. I think we gave away ten consecutive penalties in the second half. But we are able to show enough tenacity, enough composure and just stick to what we're, we're good at. and and narrowly win the game that
1: was one of the most amazing test matches I've seen for a long time
3: all things considered does this feel like one of the biggest victories since you've been in charge of England look, I think it's a good one particularly because we're rebuilding you know They had 750 caps with their starting team, we had 500.
1: England dug deep and it'll be such a pleasing night for Eddie Jones, knowing that with such inexperience amongst their squad, the likes of Marcus Smith, Rafi Quirk, They've all stood up on the big stage and said, look, when times are hard, we can dig deep and go the extra yard. Come out with a win.
2: At no point did it look like England wanted to take a backward step or anybody was going quiet. And I think that really shows the character of the squad that's building. You've
1: now got genuine competition in a number of positions for England.
2: They're in a really good place at the moment, but there's plenty more for them to be able to kick on. It won't get them
1: the
3: William Webb Ellis
1: trophy. Nothing will
3: put Yokohama out of their minds. But they've beaten South Africa, the world number one side. The World Cup holders have come to Twickenham. And in an epic game of rugby, England are victorious by 27
1: points to 26.
2: So that's it for another podcasty thing. Thanks for listening on the Talksport app or wherever you get your podcasts from. And of course, make sure you hit that subscribe button. I'm back tomorrow night from 10 p.m on Andy Goldstein's Sports by yeah, at night, alongside the fun boy, Jason Cundy, and then, of course, a week of drive from Tuesday to Friday. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcasts out first thing in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day and a bubble. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.